This is episode 281 of Nerd's Eye View for the 21st of June. I'm Jordan. I'm joined by Andrew. Hi. Welcome to your house. <laughs> and our good friend, Justin. Hello. How have you been? Good, man. Good. It's hot in California. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. California. You came on one of the hottest weekends of the year so far. Yeah. And... Thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I know it's hard to get to the Windchime Island that we record on, um, but the last time you were here was all the way back last year. What was it for the Martian? Right, the Martian. Yeah, yeah. October. Cool, mm-hmm. cool. What was that? Golden Globe winner, get best comedy or for something? Best comedy. Yeah, it was yeah. the best comedy. Yeah, that was a real laugh riot, especially mm-hmm. when he ran out of food. Yeah, yeah. when boy, he oh when boy. he dug that metal out of his From stomach. His stomach. That's just comedy one on one, guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Setup. <laughs> yeah. Execution was yeah. the pickup line when he dropped the metal into the jar. Or? Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Cool. Cool. Your comedy. Right, what, what are we doing here today? We're reviewing an actual comedy, although that might be argued later. <laughs> uh, Central Intelligence with uh, The Rock and his little friend Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. And uh, before that, we're going to talk about new releases. Before that, we're going to talk about uh, uh, the. We're going to count down the top ten from this past uh, week. And then after our baseline, what are we, uh, just our baseline review, we're going to have our guess the ending. And at the very end of the show, if you've seen Central Intelligence and you want a, a real discussion about what happened in the film, where we talk spoilers, that'll be at the very end after the credits. So let's just get into it and do the top ten. Okay. Count me down. I am number ten. Captain America, Civil War. Luckily, you're not. Number nine. Alice through the looking glass. But if I was, I'd say number eight. Me before you. Especially if we went to go see number seven. TMNT, Out of the Shadows. And even more so if they were fighting number six. X-Men Apocalypse. They might be participating in what you call number five. Warcraft. Uh, And then they would come back and say number four. Now you see me two. Especially if they were doing number three. The Conjuring, two. But only if they had number two. Central Intelligence. When they were only really looking for number one. Finding Dory. That's not a surprise, right? No. Finding Dory's number one? No, no. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. Disney, the Pixar yeah. animated sequel, did well. Now I can't yeah. recall. Did Good Dinosaur hit number one? Or was that like no. that was their first failure? I don't think that so. They called a failure. <laughs> they should have called it a failure. Uh, pretty close. To I think right Inside there. Out got number two as well because it opened up against Jurassic World. Yeah. That was a close one that I... I was sad about. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, yeah. that's the way it goes for Pixar. Apocalypse. Apocalypse, yeah. We're keeping that because... Uh, yeah, sorry. It's more fun. Yeah. <laughs> apocalypse is also a hard word to spell. <laughs> and Apocalypse is more fun to say. I would, I would eat a bowl of Apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> when it came out that weekend, it was ranked two. Good Dinosaur? Yeah. yeah. What, did it, what did it lose to? The Hunger Games Mockingjay oh, Part 2. That sake. sounds right. Yep. Yeah. Which made uh, 13 more million... Mm-hmm. It made 39, which is nothing to sneeze at, mm-hmm. but not these numbers. Jeez, 100 and 136 for yeah. Finding Dory? Wow. Yeah. Oh, you made some notes. Here, Jordan, t- say what your notes were. I, I liked them. Uh, last week, Angry Birds was number seven, and this week, because you know Disney came in swinging, uh, it just disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Normally, movies kind of hold on There's to a each spot you know yeah. they go from seven to eight to nine or, or, they'll, or jump they'll jump one two, or two yeah. spots but they don't just disappear from the near middle yeah. and i found that to be really interesting it's i i haven't seen it but um my brother uh and my sister-in-law saw it with their with their kid mm-hmm. and uh 
the you know my nephew who's six liked it, but I looked at them and they just gave me the look of just this head shaking no. <laughs> and they're very critical on films. Like, yeah, they're they're definitely not easy to please. Mm-hmm. So if they're like, <laughs> I'm like I'm not shocked. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> good to know. Yeah. Also, before the show, Jordan and I were doing a a little count here. Uh, seven of these on the top ten are sequels. Yeah. And of the three that are not sequels, only one is based on itself. Like, it's not, a, it's not, based, not on based on another Or a game, thing. or... Not an adaptation of any kind. Yeah. It's number two, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The film that we saw. There was something we'll kind about. of disheartening when I was reading. <laughs> now you see me, two. Yeah. Followed by Conjuring. Two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Finding Dory is technically Finding Nemo. Two. two. Yeah. So... And then X-Men is like X-Men negative two. Negative two. Is that a proper count? Could we even come to an agreement on that? 14 slash seven? Well, because it's like you go you go ahead three. So right. one, two, three. Then you have, this is the third prequel. And then you've okay. also got the Wolverine offshoots that they don't really count towards the number. Yeah. Right. It's weird. And I guess if you if you want to stay all the franchise, including Deadpool, it's like, what, eight movies? I guess? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Anyway, X-Men negative two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's really something. And I feel like just the title Now You See Me Too was just engineered to make it embarrassing to have to say to a person when you're trying to buy a ticket. Yeah. When I said that to buy the ticket for it last <laughs> week, I just was I felt bad. Well, I I heard that they really wanted and even the director was pushing for the clear the obvious titles Now You See Me written and this would be Now You Don't. Yeah. But they no, the studio just kept pushing for now we want the branding. It's like but that's the setup, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. That's what uh, we're setting I mean, that's not the all right. Whatever. Yeah. And then but see now the third one will be now you three me and that's, <laughs> that's it could have been now to see me, now you three me <laughs> four that. you see me. When in doubt, go the fast and furious route and titling your titles sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um all right. So to put numbers be, in the middle. It'd be now three. Now three. Now three. Now three. Now three. And then they'd get sued by the people who made the now CD compilations. Oh my goodness. Oh. Wow. Now that's what I call Shrek. I just, <laughs> if, 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 just so everyone knows that exists. That is the CD that exists. Everyone. No. Yeah. no. Really. Yeah. And I own it. All, all right. <laughs> Whoa. It's out there. It's out in the world. That was, that was a that was a confession. Uh, <laughs> All right, that's enough on the box office. Uh, let's move on to the new releases. Uh, coming out on DVD and Blu-ray, a film called The Brothers Grimsby. Yeah, I heard of this one. Mm-hmm. Did this? Wait a second. I'm feeling like this came out on DVD last week. This is a trick. I think the website tricked me again. Do you remember I told you about this? It was off, off mic a couple of weeks ago. For some reason, the website that I go to for these, this information told me that The Big Short just came out. And then I realized, no, it came out like three months ago or more feel like i was tricked because i feel like i've told the story before that i've i saw the brothers grimms before it came out uh on that little sheet that they give you i didn't have any complaints and then on the drive home i went wait a second i don't understand the title because <laughs> grimsby is the town the brothers neither of their last name is grimsby and because they were raised separately one of them is a spy and the other is like a weirdo right they have different last names no one is the brothers grimsby <laughs> yeah it doesn't make sense at all so that was a fun time, <laughs> but I'd like to think even if I complained, it was too late. They could, it was, it was way too close to when it was coming out. It was like less than a month. Like, I don't even know why they were screening it still. Uh, but yeah, Brother Grimsby, that's a film that exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, Night of Cups, 
It's Terrence Malick film that I was excited to see and still haven't yet. Yeah, I'll rent it. Mm-hmm. It's got Christian Bale. Yep. Playing Terrence Malick? Possibly. Okay. That was what I heard. Okay. That it was semi-autobiographical, in a sense. Interesting. Uh, and then Midnight Special, which, which we reviewed we... in episode 270. Yeah. Uh, and I remember liking it at the time. Mm-hmm. But we d- it was we had problems. I think we, we cooled. We, I've cooled a little on it. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Like your issues have... Uh, not as prevalent. No, I mean, I've cooled as in... Enjoying it? I think I liked it more, and then the more, like, it is... He thought about it, though. Mm. It's kind of like, well, that didn't make sense, but... <laughs> it was fun, kind of. Mm. Yeah. It was neat. I like the ride that it put you on. Yeah. Uh, DVD only, I got nothing. Sorry. Told you it's a dead format. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but new on Blu-ray, and I included these just because they were fun or interesting, a film called Cornbread Earl and Me, which I thought sounded... A lot like Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl. Yeah. That can't be the real... Uh, huh? Really? What is this? It's This is a... Uh, I don't know. This is just some earlier film. Uh, I believe it's about... Uh, it's like a drama about... Um, like a Friends, relatives, yeah. and a lawyer question the case of a ghetto basketball star slain by a white policeman. This is from the 70s. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But I do... I think it's very interesting that they both include Earl in there. And me. Mm-hmm. And me. Yeah. The list. Earl and me. Yeah. Uh, and then the, also out on Blu-ray is a film called Roller Coaster, and it's a a park like a park ride inspector and a, some kind of FBI agent are chasing after a mad amusement park bomber. I knew it. I yeah. knew it. And I love that it's this is all from the seventies, <laughs> and they call him a mad bomber. Yep, that's I, such a seventies term. It's, yeah. it's funny because like you were like describing time like please be a thriller, please mm-hmm. be a thriller, yeah. please be ah oh, you're a thriller. It's got Helen Hunt, Henry Fonda. What? Yep. George Segal. Weird cast. Yeah. One of the faces on the cover looked like Bo Bridges, but I'm not sure it's him. Yeah, it's not him. Okay. Mad bomber. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, and then, out on TVD, uh, so for this following segment, Justin, we will be guessing whether or not Jordan has seen mm. these TV shows because That's right. Jordan watches a lot of TV. Someone has your DVR percentage changed? Uh, yes, I've lost some ground. Mm-hmm. We're back up to 70 one percent available okay instead of i was up to 75 available mm-hmm. and I've, uh, I've lost some ground i took three t- three steps forward and four steps back all right first thing we got is graceland the complete third season i'm gonna guess you haven't seen a lick of it justin any thoughts do you know graceland uh, yeah uh, okay. yeah i'm aware of graceland okay. i'm gonna assume yeah, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna be with Andrew on this one. I don't think you've seen any of this show. Yeah, <laughs> is it a TNT? I don't know. Original? USA. Okay. Original. I like some USA shows, but isn't this one about like country music, or like? I would think so. I thought this was a cop show. Oh, this. Oh, maybe. Okay. Well, I think we're all thinking. At least Jordan there, and I are thinking of Nashville. Yeah, maybe Nashville's we are. a show Nashville's about country, a music. country music. I think Graceland's a cop show. You know, I think. I think maybe we just assumed. Yeah. I mean, listen, I can't blame you guys. It's said it's Graceland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is a cop show, yeah. and it looked dumb to me. <laughs> it's about it's about undercover cops. Okay, um, in Southern California. What? Oh. Yeah, not Graceland. Yeah, high stakes investigative life of six undercover federal agents living together in a Southern California house. All right, all right. Lead guy, what? Aaron Tevier, I think. Yeah, uh, I've actually worked with him. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. A, a movie called Girl Walks Into a Bar. Nice. Very nice dude. Wow. Really, yeah, you know, really good in that movie. Nice. So. Um, played was in Les Mis. Oh. I forgot what he played in Les Mis. But. Oh, now I think I the name is familiar. Yeah. Okay. okay. I like I like this shot. 
That's a, oh, that's Ooh, a yeah, yeah, mouth good. open shooting. Yeah. yeah, good. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You, should, you guys should look up the Graceland page on you on the website. Yeah, it's got some it's got some nice pictures. That's that's heroic. comparisons to real life people. So what what makes this different is they're all from different agencies. Uh, so it's okay. DEA, FBI, ICE agents all try to balance their caseload, their identities that they're faking and and their real lives. All right. So then we have uh, Togetherness, the complete second season. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I believe this is. Can't remember if this is HBO or Showtime. I feel like it's HBO. If it's HBO, I'm going to say you've probably seen some of the first season, Jordan, but none of the second. (laughs) Any thoughts, Justin? He's Uh, a Showtime guy and a stars and a stars man. I do watch a lot of HBO though. All right, I I am I am up to date. I feel like though it's you're always you're always talking to me about something off of Showtime or Stars. Well, it's because I feel like HBO is what everybody talks about because Game of Thrones is so big. Mm. But there are some great shows on the other channels that don't get enough credit. Mm. I feel like you've seen most of season one. Mm. And none of the season. None none of season two? None of season two. Okay. I haven't seen any of it. Wow. Okay. Uh, Two couples living under the same roof who struggle to keep their relationships alive while pursuing their individual dreams. I feel like this one got canceled. So this is season two's it. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I remember hearing that. Yeah, that's the way it looks. Uh, it says 16 episodes. And usually when, an, when a TV show is going to keep going, mm-hmm. they'll have like three and then yeah, yeah. all of the things, but no names on them because they haven't come out yet. And there's just two seasons here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, And then finally on this list uh, of TV shows coming out this week, Workaholics season six, which I'm shocked it's still going because yeah. I've been seeing all three of these guys in all kinds of different movies. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I thought, this this kind of bucks the whole. Although it's a different thing, right? They were TV stars before they were on movies. Yeah, yeah, but they haven't been like the star of a movie. That's true. Except, Except for, for maybe Adam. Yeah, Adam Devine. Yeah, he's got he, a movie with like Efron coming out. Yeah, he. Well, yeah. that's his. This will be his big. Yeah, they're gonna be the Mike and Jerry need wedding dates. <laughs> Dave that's and Mike. The Dave please. and Mike <laughs> or Mike and Dave. <laughs> and uh, Pistol Shrimp alum uh, Trader is gonna be uh, one of the yeah, Aubrey Plaza. Right? Yeah, and then. Uh, and then yeah, one of them was in the intern. Yeah, mm-hmm. as the shitty Same husband. That was guy. no, no, no. It no. was well. I think Adam Devine was in it. I think but they also, were both in it. Uh, oh, oh, the taller one, the Anne taller Hathaway's one husband. Oh, he played Anne Hathaway's husband. Yes, That's funny. Yeah. And then um, the third guy that I can't remember his name. The guy looks like Murderface from Metalocalypse. How <laughs> I like to. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, he's been in a couple of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, Adam Devine. He, he was, was dope. He, yes, right. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, Adam, yeah, yeah. Adam yeah, Nine was, was big in uh, what was that thing called? Acapella, acapella times. Yeah. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, acapella, acapella. Times. That's a good the like s- asylum name. Sing- I, singing. I should just be employed making asylum names because <laughs> Benson and Jordan will attest Arkham? that if I can't remember the name of a of a of a film, <laughs> he just, I just makes one up. Make one up. That's kind of a phrase. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, if, if we need you at Arkham Asylum, I'll let you know. Oh, boy. Mm. <laughs> Uh, so Workaholic season six, and uh, I don't think you're up to season six if you've seen any of it at all. Mm-hmm. I, I would believe maybe the first couple of seasons, but you've not. You were also really. You're also shocked that there is a season six. <laughs> I'm not shocked. Ah, because this is my dad's like one of his favorite shows. Dang. He's watching it all the time. Mm-hmm. Because of that, I've seen a handful of episodes from different seasons, but oh. I have not sat down and watched them. Uh, in the continuity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you find it funny? I think they can be very funny, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah. 
I, it's just not a show that I would sit down and watch. Now, I've heard some people disparage it for being just like kind of dumb stoner. It humor. is 100%. I, I, and I can see that, but also I really enjoyed, I made it through the entire first season uh-huh. mm. and I was like, this is pretty funny. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, mm. And again, uh, the guy who, uh, the, I think the director, Kyle Nocek, who also plays their like kind of drugged out buddy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, uh, another character for me. He was my film editor teacher at, in college. So cool. And I think what was kind of funny back then is that he would sh- because that group, him and the other guys, they were kind of a quartet. Yeah. Of guys who just made videos online. And at the time, you know, he's teaching us editing, and he was like, and we're like, hey, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I okay, not to toot my own horn, but I, I got a deal with Comedy Central. I think we're gonna try doing a maybe a sketch comedy show. Mm-hmm. Like, even then, he wasn't even sure <laughs> what the show was. And we're like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. And then two years later, Workaholics popped up. And I'm like, oh, that's way better than a sketch show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it just started popping up. I think his face, his character's face got in a t-shirt. And I was like, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. This guy taught me that avid, you know? That is weird. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I always, I always think it'd be fun if all three of them showed up in a film together, the three... Like, I feel like that's weird, right? They haven't actually done that Yeah, they haven't yet. done that yet. Like, it's almost as if they're sick of each other. Well, so they don't want or maybe, to the, like, maybe the people casting the films don't want it to be, like, uh, people would be distracted by, like, oh, we, we know that three. It's those guys. Yeah, but it's those like, guys. I mean, I was going to say Keanu, but no one watched Keanu, so never mind. Because, um, like, that's a Key and Peele movie. Yeah. But it's, like, no one's like, oh, those guys. But no one saw the movie, so forget it. So, we did. <laughs> we did. We reviewed it? Yeah. Okay. Well, like, like that we, sounds about right. Okay, well, I've seen. I know too, we so, we see movies. We see movies. I love uh, movies, but um, yeah, and I don't even watch Key and Peele. I've only seen a handful of their sketches. And so. and I almost from reviewing that and talking with other people who watched a lot of Key and Peele, yeah, that that actually probably made it so you like it less because then you would feel it's a rehash of what they've done on the TV show. Mm-hmm. And as someone who didn't watch it either, I I guess I appreciated it more because mm-hmm. I didn't feel sick of their humor at all or, mm-hmm. or that they were just kind of reusing s- sketches from yeah, the I show. Yeah, I heard that some of, their, some of the jokes in the movie were kind of takeoffs of Stuff famous, yeah, famous things that were from the show. It's funny because I was, I was really into the like seasons one to three of the show and I mm-hmm. just kind of fell behind so mm-hmm. anything they did in that movie I wasn't aware of. Or, so I don't, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, hey, I teach, was, teach their own. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was funny, yeah. Uh, all right. That is it for the new releases. If you're going to pick any of those up, go to your local video store, also known as Amazon.com. <laughs> I mean, that's what it's that's what it's become, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody goes to like or just Seven Eleven. They've got Blu-rays. Yeah, right. Sitting on the counter. <laughs> that's, mm. that's weird. Yep. Right. For like, I was at a Walgreens recently, and they just oh. had all the new releases. Yeah. I was like, this is. What is this even? Yeah. I'm going to get some Band-Aids. I'm going to get some Band-Aids, I might as well get the new Zootopia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a wrist brace. I've got wrist, a cold. Wrist, I could, I, I'm just going to lay in bed. Oh, look, I can pick up, uh, you know. <laughs> the first Independence Day is it's on Blu-ray. Yeah, how about that? For five bucks. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. When we come right back, we will be reviewing Central Intelligence. Look at him. Anything about that look normal to you? Let's wreck him. Here, here, baby. Well, there's no coming back from that. My man! You better back 
back up, man. Whoa, Calvin, it's me, Bob. Sorry, do I know you? Robbie Weirdick from high school. God, man, look at you. You lost like 200 pounds. What did you do? I just did one thing. I need to know. I worked out six hours a day, every day, for the last 20 years straight. You should know one thing about me. I'm in the CIA. Are you joking with me right now? I got a plan. Might get us both killed, but if it works, it'll be a totally boss story. Cool? No. No, it's not cool. Cool. No, I said it's not cool. Three weeks ago, an enemy of the state stole the encryption keys to the entire U.S. spy satellite program. I need your super sweet accounting skills to help me figure out the last piece of this puzzle. You're like a chocolate Google. Boop, boop, okay, boop, But don't do it. Stop it. Stop it. You were the coolest guy in school. You're my only friend, Calvin. You're the only one in this whole world that I trust. Now that you're in... I'm not in. I know, but they think you're in. But I'm not. Probably one of those perception versus reality things happening right now. I am out! Are we taking? Not that one. Oh my god. Oh god. Oh! You chose to be an international CIA spy. Because I don't like bullies. You were like Jason Bourne and George. Did you see that, Bob? I did the thing. I did the thing, Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember those backflips you used to do? Let's do the flip. That was so close. Central Intelligence. Directed by... Oh, well, I just clicked the thing, so it went away. Here we go. <laughs> Rawson Marshall Thurber. Yep. Who you will remember from... We Are the Millers? Uh, Did I get that right this time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Last week I had trouble. Yep. It took us a little while to get it took that. took me a while. I went through a couple of different last names. Yep. A couple just of different iterations of Call Me the Millers. It. Yep. <laughs> We are the Millers. I think that I think that is the full title. We are the Millers, mm-hmm. uh, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. and then Amy Ryan. I don't. Yeah. Amy Ryan sounded familiar to me, and then I don't think I know her from anything. So Office. Yeah, I don't watch The Office. Oh, well. Maybe it's Birdman. Gone Man. Baby Gone. She was in Birdman. She was in Birdman. That's all I got. Keaton's wife. Uh, and then a lot of cameos. The, is the, I mean, I don't know how many we want to say. Even. She was in Win-Win. That's where you might remember her I've from. never seen Win-Win. You've never seen Win-Win? No, it's Matt Esposito who has seen Win-Win. Whoa. He's Mr. Win-Win. Whoa. Mr. Paul Giamatti Win-Win. Whoa. Uh, She's good. I'm a fan. Yeah. Uh, and I thought it was interesting, all the different uh, comedy celebrity cameo things that oh, were Oh, we're getting happening. right into that. Yeah. I mean, I just uh, I, I don't want to mention all of them, but uh, you can say Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. That's all right. There's, and There's not more. even comedy people, but some other other you know actors that are not yeah. doing things. I don't know. I only saw the one trailer for this, so I don't know how much yeah, any other I only trailers saw one spoiled. Um, no, no. Basically, yeah, that both trailers didn't really ruin. Yeah, they kind of felt. I I saw them both, and they just kind of felt mm-hmm. like rehashes on the same thing. Like yeah. they didn't really tell much more of the story, mm-hmm. which was good. I, yeah, I, we don't need to see the whole movie on on a trailer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the IMDb description of this film is after he reunites with an old scal- scal pal, old school pal, <laughs> through Facebook, a mild-mannered accountant is lured into the world of international espionage. 
and uh, that's, that's, yeah, that's accurate. That's accurate. Yeah, it's, it's fairly accurate. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't even know where to begin because all I'm gonna uh, what I want to start with is like for the first twenty minutes. I thought, I don't know where this movie's going. <laughs> I honestly don't know what's happening right now. Because it was very deep into, uh, you know, let's get these two to be buddies. Let's mm-hmm. see what Kevin Hart's family life is like, his personal life. And I was like, I didn't even know. It took until, uh, I mean, it's, what do they call it in the in the, the mythos, like the cross- crossing of the threshold? Yeah, yeah. Where, you know, finally... There's some action starting. Mm-hmm. I went. Well, oh, it's okay. It's the bar scene. The bar scene is where it starts. N- well, for me, it doesn't. It doesn't kick off until. Uh, oh, you mean the, uh, actual, the sequence? The wake up. The wake up. Yeah. yeah. The, the the sequence in the. Oh yeah. The wake the up. The door scene. knock wake yeah. up scene. Yeah. yeah. And I went. Okay, here we go. Okay. Right. Woo. <laughs> I was like, thank goodness. I was like, I didn't know where this was going. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of <laughs> regret. Yeah. <laughs> I went. I thought this was a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's just sad that he went nowhere <laughs> after high school. Yeah. That was, was a like, pretty hard. That whole day was pretty rough for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. What do you guys do? You guys think it took too long to get there? Um, that's I, all. I, was, I was fine with the with the setup for uh-huh. me. Um, I think here's it's it's this weird thing because I I'm watching it and I'm like it's fine. Mm. Is the majority of my feelings in the opening? I'm like it's fine. Like there's there's these jokes and attempts at humor and like was it like uh, Kevin Hart's character has this uh, obnoxious coworker? Oh yeah. And I've seen him in a bunch of other things, playing variations of yeah. that type. I know him best from, I never watched it, but he was in Veronica Mars. Yeah, yeah. And he's funny in Veronica Mars. Mm-hmm. I have seen Veronica Mars. But he's uh, okay here. Like, I just feel like he's, like, he's just aiming for the easiest jokes possible. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just kind of sitting there going, hmm. Like, kind of just, yeah, it's fine. Um, and I feel like there's, a, for me, there's a weird thing. Because, like, uh, there's a character that Hart plays in the teenage years. Because the movie starts in high school. Mm-hmm. And I won't go, you know, space of the trailer. You didn't, you're not going to, I'm not going to this when I say fat rock <laughs> yeah. gets thrown naked into the middle of the field and, and Kevin Hart's a good guy and tries to help him. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's an element where I feel like the, like Kevin Hart, when he was a teenager was acting mm-hmm. like a kind of like Star Wars, really nice guy all around, all A-list guy. Mm-hmm. And then when I see him as an adult, he's playing Kevin Hart. And I kind of feel like, that's all right. I was kind of hoping you were going to be a little switch it up a little bit. Yeah. You know, but it is as, as he's having like lunch with his wife and I'm like, this is just Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. And I got nothing against Kevin Hart, but I'm like, this is Kevin Hart. Yeah. Do you feel like we're reaching peak Kevin Hart? We might be the peak saturation of Kevin Hart. I th- yeah. Like, was it like, what's yeah. Like with, with this, what right along too. Yeah. And was he, what's the one with Will Ferrell? Oh, uh, hard. <laughs> Times hard. Get, hard. get hard, get hard, get hard. Yeah, I think yeah. we're we're at Kevin Hart. I'd forgotten about he, Get Hard. I, I, yeah, me too. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to see that. I've, <laughs> I that's always been in the back of my mind, and it just dropped out somewhere. Somewhere with Ride Along too, it just dropped right out of my mind. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> I and I think a lot of the promotion for this film, I, like all that I knew to expect was a comedy, because they were just playing up. Oh, it's Kevin Hart and mm-hmm. and The Rock. They're right. in a movie together. Yep. And uh, kind of the finished product for me is more um, Kevin Hart was doing his his kind of shtick, mm-hmm. his, you know, and they're, you know, it's good when an actor, when a comedian who's, you know, also acts like they, you know, they do the whole thing, they get into a film and it's good when they find a comedy style that matches their own. So it comes off very natural, very fun. You know, you don't get any jokes that don't land. 
Yeah. Uh, and then, but here it's weird because for me, The Rock is playing a character. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson is playing I, a character. I yeah. can't remember the last time I saw him acting so hard. Yeah. yeah. Like he, he is playing. He is a different. He's still The Rock. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. He's still the massive man that he is. Yeah. yeah. But he's playing a completely different person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it was kind of shocking. It was <laughs> yeah. kind of hard for me to deal with a little bit. Yeah. Of this is, no, this is a different dude. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, the intro for me, I mean, it didn't feel like it dragged onto me because uh, you've got to see how bad this guy's life is mm-hmm. before a crazy situation like this is actually going to improve upon it, no, right? I, yeah. yeah no, and, and, I mean, I wish that it didn't follow uh, the beginning of Wanted so closely, which kind of oh. sucks. Yeah, no, I feel uh, that. Uh, I feel that with Chris the weird... Because Chris Pratt was a better shitty yes. office friend. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I'm right there. Wow, with you. I did not put that connection. It's, That's it's eerily similar. Like I was almost waiting for her his wife to be cheating on him mm-hmm. with the coworker. I mean, that's how close it was. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you seen The Rock? Is Angelina Jolie in the film? Oh, that'd be great. It's a, Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean it's it's this movie is strangely similar. Like the someone looked at Wanted and said, Oh, let's make this into a comedy and mm-hmm. take all the mumbo jumbo out of it and yeah. just have well, funny do you, stuff do you do either of you recall i can't remember the name of this movie and it bugs me so much but it was the, the same guy who did donnie darko did another film uh and the rock was the main yeah. character yeah, southland tales at southland tales oh yeah, yeah, yeah that was the last time i saw the rock acting this hard yeah agreed and there it wasn't as good because he was still very fresh to acting yeah, was, i would yeah. say he was new he was new he was, uh, but he here was it out. really works like yeah. i feel like yeah this is a character and i i more or less believed the character oh yeah because yeah. he committed yeah mm-hmm. like this this is a person that he was playing mm-hmm. what, what's really good about what he does here is that he commits to the idea that he is essentially a fat kid stuck in a, in a big strongman body yeah. mm-hmm. and i really like that and there's something kind of cool like even the details of him wearing like the fanny pack and the unicorn shirts it's it's a dare mm-hmm. for any bully to go I want you to fight me <laughs> I want you to fight me and yeah. I will take you down mm-hmm. because I want you to fight me I want you to make fun of me because I am not going to be afraid of you anymore yeah. which is kind of an interesting character and yeah he plays it strangely sincere um, borderline creepy Borderline oh. obsessive. Oh, he's he straddles. I mean, it's that sits. classic comedy trope of just going a little too far. Oh, yeah. he's sitting on the too far fence. Yeah, yeah. that's where he lives the mm-hmm. entire movie. Because mm-hmm. there are there are points where he says stuff, and you're like, mm-hmm. there are points where he does stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and it it does that all the way until the credits roll. Mm-hmm. Of like, oh wow, where that's okay. That's who this guy is. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Um. No, I was just, for some reason, I was thinking of, because um, I didn't want to forget, somehow they found, for that first, uh, like that bar fight, or whatever you want to call it, they found, they a, found guy a guy who's taller. Than, not, well, not bigger, but taller yeah, than Yeah, he's not more muscly than The Rock, no, no, but he no, no, was, no. unless he was on some kind of platform shoes, <laughs> they actually found a guy taller than him yeah. that, that could be a tiny bit intimidating, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, there's also a gag that I don't want to forget. Um, from the the restaurant that Kevin Hart has, uh, whatever lunch with his wife while his coworkers are celebrating or whatever. Mm-hmm. That restaurant is called Senior O'Shaughnessy's, mm-hmm. and that was such a great background detail because I love the the idiocy of 
Yeah, but restaurants have dumb names, and I wanted that to be like a gag somewhere. No, it was just in the background. Yeah. Senior O'Shaughnessy's. A Mexican, <laughs> Mexican Irish. to an Irish name. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of a genius concept. <laughs> yeah. And, and they sell Mexican Irish food, a fusion of it? I don't, we didn't get to see, that's but the thing. There's a whole great? slew of gags there that we yeah. never got. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I don't want to forget that ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, um I I I kind of want to talk uh, about the the idea of marrying the aspects of a comedy with an action spy movie because mm-hmm. we've seen it work. We've seen it work with a film with an equally dull name, yeah. Yeah. Spy. spy. Yeah, and uh, we've that worked really well. Mm-hmm. I felt like oh yes, the all the you know the stakes were high enough, the comedy was strong enough, yeah, and. You know, all the people involved were very entertaining. Yeah. And and I almost feel, I don't know, if you take Jason Statham out of that movie, is that still as strong of a movie? No. Like, don't, Jason Statham... Don't, don't say those words. ...is so <laughs> integral Man. to that film because he is playing... He, he His character is making fun of his acting career. Yeah. And I just... I don't there's that that thing that that special ingredient doesn't exist in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now so Justin you saw and liked Spy as well? Yes. Uh so I mean like what do you guys think is it even fair to compare I mean just the idea I mean it's not a new idea obviously mm-hmm. an action comedy is not a new idea but very specifically the spy tropes of like this one when you get the MacGuffin in this is like oh we got to find the codes or something right. like every every spy film has oh we got to get the codes we got to get we got to stop the nukes we got to and he's whatever. been framed Some, yeah, someone's got to be someone's got to be downloading something that they have to look at the screen and mm-hmm. see that the bar is going higher yeah. etc so <laughs> Yeah, and then and the frame like people the guy's frame someone's frame it would just be too easy if he was still working for the CIA and the CIA wasn't after him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You always go rogue. Yeah, you got to go rogue. Spies always go rogue nowadays. Yeah. Uh, Is the question is like, is it does it work? Yeah, does it work here? Does it work here? Yeah. No. Yeah, me neither. neither. I don't believe it. uh, For me, it's like this combination. It's a thing where it's like, um, the spy stuff was just. It felt like a lot of like and spy stuff. Like that's what it came off as. Like it wasn't yeah. a real thought. Because n- none of that. none of the scenes were that amazing. None of the fights were that cool. Mm-hmm. It was it was more of this is a comedy with some spy stuff in it. I, and and yeah. and whereas Spy was a spy movie, made like a, a a movie that makes fun of spy movies. Here's the thing: you brought up the action real quick, and it's you're right. I'm with you. Like the action is not that great. Yeah. And I've seen The Rock in great action scenes. Yeah. And here's the kicker. Um, Spy had some strong fight scenes. Fantastic. Yeah. Like the kitchen fight. Fantastic. The kitchen fight was legitimately good. The the parking lot, the parking garage fight yes. at the end. Yeah. Also amazing. Fantastic. All like that stuff, The yeah. choreography is amazing. You have the yeah. man, you have The Rock, and you're not going to make amazing choreography for him to do? It, I feel like part of the issue with it is how he shot it. Is yeah. that it's like Paul Feig, Feig or Feig, Feig? Anyone help me? I'm gonna go with Feig. Let's go with Feig. Okay. Paul Feig, um, a new one to pull. It's classic action directing 101. Mm-hmm. Just you have to show the fights. Yeah, yeah. So you have the camera has to pull out, and Paul knew, yeah. or at least he hired the right second unit to mm-hmm. have the camera be far enough yes. so you can see all the motion. Mm-hmm. We understand that Melissa McCarthy is not a trained martial artist, mm-hmm. but 
shoot her. She can do stuff. Oh, she can do stuff. Shoot her well on shoot her in an, in an angles that make sense that work, and the fight scenes are great. Yeah, The Rock is physically capable of doing a lot. He of comes this. from a wrestling background. Yeah, yeah. He and, knows what he's doing. Yeah. and all the fight scenes just seem like kind of muted because he's not good at directing action scenes yet, which yeah. worries me because he just sold a high pitch. Uh, a high action movie pitch with The Rock. Rossin? Yeah. Yeah. Rossin Marshall Thurber? That he's got, he's signed on to direct. It's called huh. Skyscraper and it's like, it's a it's a straight action movie with The Rock and I'm watching this and I'm watching the action scene going, do better than this. <laughs> I definitely, I had an interesting, uh, the the first kind of real fight scene that, that involves after that bar fight is the, there's a fight in the office. Yeah. And in the office environment, there's a lot of cool different things you, that you can use to fight with. That, 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 that makes that, for a great element. Yeah. That mm-hmm. scene, what I thought was interesting was, and I thought this would set it up for the whole, the way the rest of the film would be shot, but it didn't really, it wasn't consistent, mm-hmm. was that we were focused on Kevin Hart evading. In the middle. Yeah. He was evading all of these strange attacks and fights and gunfire. And yet it still kind of felt flat. It still yeah. kind of yeah. felt like, oh, okay, I guess whatever yeah. like and that didn't carry throughout the rest of the film it wasn't like we kept watching kevin hart evading all these crazy attacks no, it was he was more... just becoming a part of the fight yeah mm-hmm. um and I, it's just sad to me that the matrix came out a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> and one of the like yeah one of the most important things that the matrix as a movie kind of showed people was let's pull the camera all the way out mm-hmm. and let's highlight how beautiful these fight scenes can be yeah. if they're done correctly. And I don't feel like enough of American filmmakers have paid attention to that. Yeah. We still have dumb cuts in the yeah. middle of a fight mm-hmm. to, that are supposed to add emphasis and make it feel more phonetic, but it's just not. It, it, it feels like they're faking it, and mm-hmm. it, we're getting to the point where it just falls flat. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's sad when you have someone, and I'm going to say it again, like The Rock, mm. Who comes from a background of choreographed fighting? Yeah, did you ever see the the rundown? Yeah, I was about to bring that. All right, up. that's exactly where <laughs> right? I was going. Right, I was gonna say we know that he can do amazing fight scenes because of one of my favorite action comedies mm-hmm. is the rundown, where him and Sean William Scott do some amazing choreography yeah. and have some amazing fights. No, there's that some... is that is an amazing action movie. Yeah. No, no. The rundown is highly underrated. Oh, and there's my just God. incredible sequence. Probably my favorite Peter Berg film. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, that's right, Friday Night Light fans. It's so good. <laughs> that one. It's so good. And to just have that and then have this, mm-hmm. it just screams to me the director didn't know how to work with what he had. Yeah. And again, I'm blown away. He's like, he's going to direct a straight action movie next yeah. with The Rock. And I went... How did that happen? I hope he gets a better cinematographer. Yeah, yeah. and I, help him I, out. That might help. That I don't know if we, yeah. if we should if we should shift. Then also, uh, I was very intrigued after uh, watching this to know who the hell wrote this. Uh, and uh, the, there are two two people credited with screenplay credit, and then the director is credited as well, yeah. which you know means that he did you know he probably did the final pass or so. Yeah, whatever yeah. you want to call that. And uh, one of the writers is Ike uh, Barinholtz. Who um, did Neighbors? Yeah, he was in Neighbors. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he was on Mad TV. Mm. Uh, he's uh, he's on Mindy Project right now. I think that's still going. He did a draft of this? Yeah, he it's him and a I suppose a writing partner. Yeah, Dave, and they David were both Stassen. they were both working know. on the Mindy Project. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's and it they're, kinda... they're working on the next Police Academy movie. Oh, okay. Wow. So, <laughs> uh, so I kind of felt like I I felt like I would see in the credits that it was 
a lot of writers, like even maybe even two pairs, mm-hmm. because this film felt like to me there was there was an idea of a high school reunion gone wrong, mm-hmm. a silly high school reunion story, mm-hmm. and then someone else came in and said, "What if the gone wrong part was spies?" <laughs> like that's what it felt to me. Yeah. It felt like they just it was it was two movies that weren't quite enough chopped up and then diced together yeah. to make this thing where yeah. you know even when. Um, you know, we'll get more into it in the discussion section. But even as one plot line ends, the other one's still kind of dangling there. And right. they just go, oh, I guess we better finish this up. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's all it felt like it was just, it kept tossing back and forth to two different I mean, without styles. getting into any spoilers, the end is just packaged together. Like, no, like it comes together way too easily. Oh, yeah. very. Oh, there were a lot of scenes there's in like, this. There's like three lines and we're like, oh, everything's fine now. There's so many scenes in this film where I, after, when they go to the next scene, I went, did they finish that last scene? Right. The, I <laughs> I don't know how you got from point point A to point C because B got cut out. I don't yeah. know what B was. <laughs> or we I got guess like they halfway, assumed we'd know. We, half of B got cut off and we just have half of mm. B sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very. It looks like a D. Yeah, is this, is that especially um, if it's a capital B. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, there's a scene uh, involving. D. Backwards um, D. That's true. Touche. Oh God, what is his name? Uh, when when they go to the air, airport thing, mm-hmm. that Kumail Kumail Nanjiani. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And he has his you know little cameo moment. Mm-hmm. And when that scene ends and they go right to the next part, I went, oh, I guess everything like the, worked out there. Like there, yeah, it's like <laughs> there was no there was no weird everything. The whole plan worked. Yeah, that the, was enough. Of the it ended with like a, well, a, a he got, gag he that got was the funny. Thing from yeah. there to there, and that was it. That yeah. was all we needed to know. Because he just yeah. needed to be distracted for that long, and everything else would be fine. I, guess. I, I was happy to see Kamel by the. He oh. killed in that scene. Yeah. I love yeah. seeing Kamel. I love seeing uh, Jason Bateman. I think uh, I his, love his, seeing uh, Snake Gyllenhaal. Snake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think his delivery of. Uh, uh, was it like, uh, like I just, I, I'm just full of questions. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness. I'm just full of questions. I'm just full of questions. I cracked up. Yeah, that was good. That was really God. good. Like, yeah, really there good. were some gags and, and some then, lines and that then just the, killed me. At the end this. of that scene, when he, you find out, like, no, that's his lunchbox. Yeah. He's known the entire yeah, time no, that he's full of shit. That's my buddy, Snake John Hall. <laughs> yeah. Okay, He yeah. guards my lunch. That's yeah. a good gag. And then, whoop. And then we go right to the next scene. I went, oh, I guess... Like, I guess that false fault. He wouldn't, he wouldn't stop him and be like, <laughs> why were you trying to fake me with my own lunch mail? <laughs> yeah, it was very... There was a lot of moments like that, I felt. Yeah. I feel like something like that is a sequence of just like, oh, here's a gag that'll be funny and I can get a funny guy to, and to fill it with Kevin. And that's a moment where I feel like it's reliant on, on Kumail and Kevin mm-hmm. just being funny. And but it's not, not on the script. Yeah. 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 Like... There were bloopers after the end of the film, and <laughs> that several, classic trope of several, several different reads bloopers. on scenes, which made it feel like to me that the actors were improving in many of those scenes, yeah. mm-hmm. and it wasn't the scriptwriters. Yeah, that maybe they got these actors and they said, "Hey, we're going to set this up and then just let them have fun." Also, which, which is like, well, that's lazy scriptwriting. Yeah. I do, I do love playing a game with myself called "Was that ADR?" <laughs> oh, there was a bunch of. So whenever, whenever their backs are turned and you get a, you get a gag, a quick gag, quick liner, and mm-hmm. one liner, and uh, that happened a couple of times where I went, "That was ADR." Like uh, <laughs> you was... look, you look cute when you're crying. Yeah, yeah. And there was uh, that was clearly ADR. <laughs> there was a couple others that I went, "Yep." That was they just threw that one in there. Yep. They tested three lines, and that was the one that's that got the most laughs. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I mean, I, I don't want to disparage any writers. And I, I don't want to give more credit to actors than, you know, oh yeah. than is due. But yeah, 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 yeah. The, definitely in the bloopers, what, you, saw, like. you saw some riffing. Yeah. yeah. 
and uh, different reads on lines. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we don't know. We mm-hmm. don't know at the end of the day. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I, I didn't have a bad time. No, I, like, I, I'm I, I was I in a theater. Where, <laughs> so you had a bad time. I, I didn't have a great time, and in fact, I just by the end of it, I was just kind of like, I guess it's whatever. Yeah, yeah. I was in a theater with a bunch of people. We we're all laughing. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was okay. I, I got chuckles when I, yeah. I. And here's the thing: is like, I'm not gonna lie. When the movie was over, I watched it with a friend. We walked out, and we had a couple of nice things to say. And then uh-huh. by the end of it, I was going, "I hope I can remember most of it for Monday." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you compare it to a movie like Spy, it's just inferior. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I mean, I I feel like my read on it isn't just saying, "Oh, it's not as good as Spy." It's just more or less uh, for a long. There were some gags that weren't funny per se but i enjoyed them out of a first nature that it was so not funny that i thought by the, i thought by the end of this film is this going to be the weirdest thing i've reviewed on nerds eye view ever because every once in a while we'll go see a real weird movie yeah we do and i go that was strange and this one in that first 20 minutes or whatever where it was just regret and sadness i went whoa uh, what is this going to turn into Mm-hmm. And then by the end of it, I went, well, it was a weird ride, but it did have gags. Like, at least it had gags. I don't think anything's going to bump Only God Forgives. <clears throat> I don't think anything oh, will. Oh, boy. I think about that daily. I, t- I try not to. <laughs> I really try not to. I only have one good memory from that, and that's what I'll hold on to. Yeah. Yeah. And that was because of someone I went to go see it with mm-hmm. and her reaction to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only good part of it. Oh, there's a lot of... I have a lot of good good movie reactions in my brain where yeah. I just... I love seeing a person walk out. Yep. I love seeing a, a weird reaction. That's a good time. Yeah, it's <laughs> good. Uh, but yeah, I think... I, I think they weren't wrong, though, in thinking that Kevin Hart and Dwayne Johnson were a good pairing. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I think the the problem for me, though, was that Kevin Hart was playing Kevin Hart and Dwayne and Johnson was, was playing, playing a, a character. character. Yeah. So either, I mean, I think if they were both playing characters, that'd be one thing perhaps. Or if they were both playing themselves, that'd be a whole other thing. Yeah. Uh, and then a stronger script would have been nice, but. I mean, like they were the biggest sell for me for when I saw the trailer mm-hmm. was those two have chemistry. And I can tell that from the trailer. Mm-hmm. And I was remember, uh, saw the trailer for that and then a little bit before that we saw the trailer for, for uh, Ride Along 2 and immediately I'm like I'm more shit in that one with The Rock <laughs> yeah. um, and I kind of got what I asked for Yeah. but at the same time I felt I even got less than what I was hoping for you know because yeah. I like the guy who directed this his first movie Dodgeball I have a oh, right. I have a strong strong guilty affinity for that <laughs> Dodgeball's I great kind of love that movie yeah. Dodgeball, uh, an underdog story. Isn't that the full title? Yeah, do- it has like a Dodgeball, crazy... an underdog story. A true yeah. underdog story. A true story. underdog That's, story. Yeah, yeah um, but he also... Didn't he write the single, a sequel? There's a Dodgeball wasn't, sequel? Wasn't there one no, that went straight wait, to DVD? Waiter, waiter. Oh. Waiting. You think of waiting. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did he write waiting too? No, nah, no, nah, different guy. Electric Bulu? <laughs> but uh, no, Dodgeball, I legitimately like, love Dodgeball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. And like, I was kind of hoping for Dodgeball level because I didn't see where the Millers we are the Millers. See, I did it right yeah. now. We're the Millers. We're the Millers. Uh, I liked it, but I I knew it was dumb. Like, mm. it's you know, it has the. Uh, it's a good dumb film, dumb movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's got a neat little ensemble situation. There's four, you know, four main characters are are kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, J- Jason Sudeikis and uh, Jennifer Aniston. Okay. It's always good to see Jennifer Aniston actually, you know, pick it up a little. Right, but I liked. Uh, I think yeah, Horrible Bosses Two wasn't as good, but I liked both Horrible Bosses. Mm. So that's just me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and even um, I don't want to forget to bring this up. Uh, so, Justin, have you seen mm. 
the Adam Sandler Netflix Netflix film The Do Over. I have seen none of the Adam Sandler okay. Netflix. Well, Benson Good has seen The Do Over, and he told me a little bit about it. And mm-hmm. the weird thing is, I feel like it's oddly similar to Central Intelligence. Really, I think it's he's al- he's trailer. also saying that as not seeing it. So you're both I'm, yeah doing I'm not that from the trailer. The Do Over. Okay. I'm going well, not just trailer, but what Benson has told me. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, all right. That the the Adam Sandler character is. Uh, uh, FBI guy who's crazy and uh, David Spade is like An his his buddy dude. a boring buddy weren't they that also he picks like high up, school friends I maybe I can't oh. remember if they were exactly high school friends but they were yeah it's a boring buddy who he takes with him on a crazy adventure I feel like that's hmm. that alone is enough for me to go huh that's interesting I feel like the good thing about these Adam Sandler Netflix movies is I can ignore them easier yeah completely <laughs> yeah yeah like when Pixels came out, it was just almost well, like I have to look at Pixels everywhere for the ad campaign. But here it's like, oh, it came out. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, good for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Netflix will tell me when it's out. I went, oh, that's nice. You're like, thanks, that's, bye. Thanks, bye. I'm watching Voltron. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Me too. Uh, click. I don't want to see any more of this. Yeah. <laughs> Is there an unrecommendation button? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I just thought it was odd coming around around the same time. It kind of a similar, at least setup. Right. Uh, but that happens in. Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Two Tornado uh, movies, two mm-hmm. Volcano movies, two Snow White movies. Yeah. Oh, my two, God. Yeah. Two, yeah. two Lord of the Ring movies. Two and I saw. <laughs> <laughs> two Her- Remember two Hercules movies? Remember when, like, a movie and its sequel could come out in the same year? Kill Bill and The Matrix, yeah. the last that, two Matrixes. Well, that doesn't count. Well, Kill Bill oh, doesn't count. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. But it's like it's weird when they make a sequel like a year later. Yeah. That's when you're like, Mm-mm. well, right, right along and right along too. Yeah. Those were almost a year apart. Almost a year apart. And I think the last two, not the last two scary movies, the last two haunted. What was it called? A haunted house. Mm. It was with some Wayans in it. There were some Wayans. Oh, they're getting. Into I know some, what you're talking about. Some, I don't watch some that. silly situations in well, I don't, I in don't ghost watch houses. <laughs> yeah, I just there's a part there's there's a part of cinema that I just ignore. <laughs> yeah, sat, satire. Yeah, uh, anything involving Marlon Wayans. Oh, I'm sorry. Wasn't he in the Heat? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah? you didn't see the Heat? I did. Okay. I did. Okay. I don't remember him being in it. All right. All right. Was he in it? He was barely in it. All right. That was uh, w- one last thing before uh, you know we sh- we shut down the unless you either have you guys have more to say because uh, I want I have a lot in the discussion to get to, but one thing that just early on happened and just irked me for the rest of the movie was kind of the way that the wife was used. Yeah. Uh, there was you know uh, uh, at the end of the the guy's night out, uh, the Rock is like, oh, is it okay if I sleep it off here, and. Uh, we don't get a moment where yeah we should have where he says to his wife hey my buddy's here or and is that okay or or, 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 the or they don't say anything because she's asleep when he goes to bed and she just wakes up and there's a dude sleeping there or the next morning there's we don't see her at all like, like does she not go to the living room that day and go like who's that yeah yeah like where's that scene or she just did she walk by him I don't yeah does she leave before I don't, just none of that make any sense and it just yeah. for me that all that felt I was like was minimizing. That character and that just felt shitty to me. Oh yeah, like just in a real general sense, I went, oh man, like any any time that, that would have been a great comedic moment for her to come. Great in comedic there moment and see a giant man in their sofa bed yeah. and her wearing husband's her husband's pajamas that yeah. are all ripped. Mm-hmm. Like that would have been super funny. Yeah, and I feel like there's a section cut out of this movie because when he goes down there, there's food everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it would make like if it was like oh he ate all the food in my kitchen, but no, there's a pizza box there. He ordered food. Yeah. Yeah. At so like where what, two in the morning? Where where did when <laughs> when did that happen? Yeah, because 
if he goes to work at a normal time, this is what seven a.m. Yeah, the pizza places don't open no. until later. So how? What? So do what? You go to like a Seven Eleven? I can't buy or twenty-four hour pizza, pizza place, place with what? Dot do? Like what is this gag? There's a lot of logical leaps happening. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like a section is missing there. Uh-huh. And that's what you're saying. Half of B. I have thoughts on the therapy scene, but we will hold off on that. Till okay. Spoilers? Yeah, because that's, that's, what, yeah, yeah, we'll that's discussion. Yeah, we'll hold that for discussion. That's discussion. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Spoilers so, is a therapy scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I would. I just want to end it by saying, yeah, I don't recommend seeing this film. I'm sorry. I, I, I want to say I'm sorry because, you know, this pairing should have been better. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that like? Uh, pal Nathan? He was talking to me, asked me, he asked me, like, what'd you think of it? I was like, it's fine. <laughs> oh, should I watch? Wait, rent it. Yeah, yeah. For me, I this sit, firmly sits in the camp of it's on HBO, mm-hmm. and you're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. You don't have anything going on. Yep, yep. Just, yep. Just whatever. Leave I, it on. I wouldn't rent it on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I wouldn't rent it on Redbox. But, but it, like, if yep. it's on HBO, yeah, sure. Oh, it started, and you're like, oh, I kind of wanted to see this. Yeah, play. why not? <laughs> yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I missed. I missed the first five minutes. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's, that's what happened to me. I got into theater late. Didn't, don't worry. You didn't miss much. <laughs> yeah, I asked him what happened. He's like, eh, nothing. No, you know what? The guy who watched the movie, he also missed the first three minutes. And he's like, what I missed? Uh, Fat Rock. Fat Aww. Rock. <laughs> yeah, but you see Fat Rock in trailer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that's not any different. Yeah. It's just a little longer. Yeah. Wait, so what if what if Rock make a movie? Uh, Jerry Good iPad. <laughs> I like Fat Rock and trailer. Fat Rock and trailer. Fat Rock and trailer. Fat Rock and trailer. Uh, all right, so we'll, we have a lot more to get to in the discussion, I feel, uh, so come back at the end of the show for that. Hello, and welcome to Benview on Spielberg. I'm your resident Spielberg apatheticist, Matt Benson. And I'm resident uh, Spielberg fanatic, Justin Keyson. And today we're going to talk about... Duel. The Sugarland Express. Jaws. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. 1941. Raiders of the Lost E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Twilight Zone. Indiana the Jones and the, the Temple Color of Empire. Indiana of Jones and the Last Crusade. Jurassic Lost World. Saving Private Minority. Indiana Jones. Steven Spielberg. Benview on Spielberg. New episodes dropping on the 15th of every month at BenviewNetwork.com. All right, let's talk about what's coming out new in theaters. We have Independence Day, Resurgence. We have The Shallows. We have Free State of Jones. And in limited release, The Neon Demon. Uh, Before we play guest standing, let's get out some thanks, starting with uh, Silent Partner. They did our theme song, Sophomore Makeout. We got that from the YouTube Audio Library. If you go to YouTube.com, Slash audio library, you can find that and more for all of your creative projects. Uh, if you like our logo, you should check out this guy that's sitting right next to me, Justin oh, Kizan. He drew that logo, and he's a writer. Where do you write, Justin? I write on agesofguard.com. And what else do you do on the internets? I also do a podcast on this very network with Matt Benson called Benview on Spielberg. Ooh. Boom. What was your most recent? It was uh, the big one. Yeah. It's Jurassic Park. Oh, nice. Yeah, we did Jurassic Park, and before that, it was a Schindler's List. Mm-hmm. So it was a, it was a, a good back-to-back of yeah. things, some wow. iconic Spielberg right. movies. When does BFG come out? Do you know? Uh, you, next week. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. week after. Oh, yeah. you're saying? This, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. this is a weird season. Yeah. But like you brought it up earlier, mm. it just movies are coming out. Yeah. Because you're and you're like, wait, what? Because right. you're going to do BFG on on Spielberg, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good call. And I have to talk to Matt about that. <laughs> That is correct. That is correct. 
because you've been doing the current ones as they yeah. come out. Yeah, we we to, to point out on the show, we will watch every Spielberg movie chronologically, except if there is a new Spielberg movie coming out, we do that one very very uh, as soon as possible. Yeah, because it's, let's just be current on that one. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. That way you're not playing catch-up. Yeah, we're not playing catch-up. So you're going to have to wait for the BFG three years from now. <laughs> um, let's do it now. Let's talk about it now. Um, I also... Uh, are we doing plug plugies? Yeah, 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 do all your plugs. All yeah. right. So basically, also, uh, on my Instagram, at Justin Quiz, I've been doing a video a day mm. project. Um, literally, hashtag video a day. Yeah, this is uh, the first time I'm hearing about it. Sounds nice. Okay. I've talked about it for several <laughs> weeks now. <laughs> Have you? Yeah, I was when you were doing it. You started what in May? It started in May, yeah. And I was I was worried it was only a May thing. I I was like, oh no, 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 no. It originally was going to be uh, uh, a video day in, in May only, and then uh, by a uh, great recommendation from from Nathan, actually, mm-hmm. I've decided to just keep going as, until I can't come up with any anymore. Nice. And and in my own defense, I've been seeing them. I just said <laughs> I, I lied. Uh huh. <laughs> For, for what reason, Jordan? Just, just for drama? I mean, we also filmed one earlier. That's so true. I know. I definitely know about that. Oh, they're keeping... Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> in if, one. Whoa. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. FYI. So whenever the episode drops, and if you haven't seen any of these yet, you can go and check on my... Uh, uh, on my Instagram, and you will see the uh, the one we shot literally before we recorded this episode. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. No, they stem from just being kind of loggy to this is my day to dumb... Like the one we did today. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> and some fun editing things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been having the, fun with this. The teleport ones. The teleport ones are fun. I did a, I did one of my nephew driving around in a like kind of a wheeled wheelie rhino at a mall, <laughs> and I cut it to music from the Fast and Furious Six. So <laughs> I'm really proud of that one actually. Nice. Um, so no, no, it's been a fun project. It's like a nice little challenge, and sometimes it'll be like four seconds, sometimes it'll be thirty. So. Uh, see what I come up with. Some days are good. Some will not be good. But it's what. Ha- but it's me trying to figure it out every day. So Stephen it- K- Stephen King says, if you want to be a good writer, you need to write every day. Yeah, yeah. So and it's, what- it's good to keep that muscle strong. And that's the thing. Like I can't direct a short film every day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can't have a crew every day. I love directing and editing mm. when I can. So if it just simply means making a quick video that I'll just pop up online like a doodle, yeah, then so be it. Yeah, the salt, yeah, these are like video great. doodles. I like the, the yeah, yeah. They're just video doodles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're awesome. All right. So you Thanks. should also uh, check out another podcast on the Bedview Network called Pick Your Path. Uh, that's done by myself, Matt Benson, and David King. Uh, it's a choose your adventure style enhanced podcast where you, the listener, get to make choices uh, in original stories that us three have written. Uh, check it out at benviewnetwork.com slash PYP. Uh, if Tom was here, he'd tell you, tell you about optograb.org and uh, his short stories on Amazon Smashwords. For more on that, go to his uh, website, optograb.org. Jordan? I stream over a little website called twitch.tv backslash gamersaltweekly. Uh, normally, I play current games, but uh, for the past few weeks, I've been going through my backlog uh, because I've been purging my collection. And... Hmm. Uh, if there's a deal for a game I already have in my collection, I usually buy the digital version and sell the old one. So in that spirit, I'm going through The Witcher and going to get that done so that way I can sell it off. And uh, eventually I will own no physical media, wow. except for books. The funny thing is, is I had books like in containers underneath my bed. Yeah. And now that I've been selling games and making room on my bookshelf, mm-hmm. I'm taking the books back out and putting them <laughs> on the shelf. And you know what? feels really good <laughs> feels really good that's interesting yeah. wow so like 
So wow. So like I, all movies, all music, all video well, games. Well, I mean, so I think I think I'm gonna keep uh, all of my CDs are packed away. I have them all digitally on on yeah. a hard drive, and I just kept the physical just in case. Uh, Blu-rays, I think I'm just gonna keep because they're easy. I like lending movies to people, yeah. and I like supporting uh, the people who make stuff, and. Uh, I'm definitely all in on like iTunes where I buy all my music there. So that mm-hmm. way I have it digitally. I don't feel the same way about, about movies or TV shows yet. So I, I'm not going to go in all in just yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as video games, I, I had three shelves on a bookshelf, a big bookshelf full mm. of games. Yeah. And now I am down to seven, seven games wow. physically. Wow. And the rest, most of them have sold. Wow. About, about a hundred like 180 things that I've, I'm selling total when everything's said and done. So uh, it feels it feels good. Yeah. It feels really good. So you think books on the shelf, right? Yeah, that's, that's books are going up there. Because <laughs> that's, nice. that's, that's where, I mean, I love storytelling. That's why, yeah. I, that's why I love books. That's why I love video games. That's why I love movies. Mm-hmm. But my passion is the, you know, the written word. So yeah. those should be on the shelves. Right. Books are just better written yes. on a book. I'm just and like they, reading they out of a book. Smell good, yeah. Where you're not, you don't have the plastic smell of, yeah. a, of a video game case. Well, I like also seeing like how far along I got to go right. and how far along I've been. Mm. I yeah, just, I'm an old. That's where I'm really old fashioned. <laughs> and know? and I also have this weird innate skill where you could walk into my room and point at any book mm-hmm. and I can tell you the whole story. <laughs> so so when I look at a bookshelf full of books, I'm like, these are all a part of me now. Yeah, these are all yeah. yeah. The I can draw from these when I'm writing. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome. I like we we get our plugs tangent in. Yeah, sorry. I every single time I have a uh, I have it was like a plug, two three weeks ago we I went on a whole tangent about the Arkham Asylum series of yeah. video games and that was just <laughs> and then boy. I went off on reality TV a couple weeks ago. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I can't. <laughs> it's fun. I can't stay on target, guys. <laughs> uh, you should go to benvnetwork.com uh, for more podcasts uh, like uh, Van Dammit or uh, the Artistry. Or, yeah, these are all real I know, podcasts. I know about Van Damme. That's all, is, we get, is that a podcast entirely on Van Damme movies? Yes. Which one is the Nine Inch yes. Nails one? Uh, Trent Talk. Trent Talk. Trent Talk. It's good. Yeah. It's good. And, uh, yeah, uh, go go check those out. There's other there's new stuff coming all all the time. I'm sorry, Van Damme. I didn't know you exist. I'll totally start listening. <laughs> yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah, we got some, we got some good stuff. <laughs> we do here. Uh, and uh, uh, our personal website, nevpodcast.com. Email us, nevpodcast.gmail.com. And on Twitter, at nevpodcast. And my personal Twitter is at podcasterandrew. Justin, do you have a Twitter? Yes, of course. Uh, <laughs> very simple. At Justin Kizan. All right. J-U-S-T-I-N-Q-U-I-Z-O-N. Nice. And I, and my, mine is my video game handle, because I'm a nerd, <laughs> at TrueValk. All right, so now it's time for Guess the Ending. You'll never guess how it ends. And we start with Justin. What are you doing there, Justin? What are you, what are you guessing the I'm ending I'm discussing to? the long-awaited sequel, 20 years <laughs> in the making. <laughs> Nothing could get in this way. <laughs> Independence Day, not ID4-2. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> not ID4 forever. 2ID4? 2ID4. That's not bad. I like ID4 Forever. That was a good almost title. Oh, that's, yeah. Right? No, oh, that's not the okay. title. The title, the official title, is Independence Day Resurgence. Director Roland Emmerich. <laughs> Starring Chris, no, I'm sorry, Liam. Liam Hemsworth. Jeff Goldblum. Not Will Smith. He was busy with Suicide Squad. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's like a double, double betrayal. Have you seen the trailer where they're like, oh, your father was such a good man? Yeah. 
No, I don't want. Yeah, if I have, I don't want. That's like how much. That's how much they brain. give them. Mm-hmm. They have like a picture. He died off screen. Yeah, <laughs> off screen. Mm-hmm. I heard Wilson was legitimately hurt by that. He's oh, like, oh, I bet he was. <laughs> uh, Bill Pullman, of course, and not May Whitman. That's his daughter. It's now replaced by Mika Monroe. Okay, so two decades after, two decades after the first Independence Day invasion, Earth is faced with a new extra solar threat, blah, 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 but will mankind's new space defenses be enough? I'll tell you how much it'll be enough. Because <laughs> you see, all right, so big finale. A lot of ground battles in this one, as opposed to mostly area battles. So we had soldiers on the ground, aliens on the ground, everyone's fighting around, and then one alien's just going nuts on everybody. And we realize there's another alien coming up, and this alien is now punching another alien and wondering what What? what's going on here punch smack punch and then all of a sudden the alien's face pops open much like the first film instead of a little tinier alien it's in fact may whitman as the real that's right there's a body swapped alien swap and the woman who's supposedly the teenage daughter is in fact a fake one whoa may whitman has actually been undercover with the aliens and how did she get there you might ask well you see there's another reveal because another plane, another plane starts, another plane out of nowhere, it looks like a combination of a fighter jet and an alien ship crashes in and out comes, that's right, psych, Will Smith's in the movie. <laughs> and here's the kicker. He pulls out a small, tiny device in his hand and he went, hey, he looks at Jeff Goldman's character, he's like, I'm ready to turn this guy on. And he's like, do it, buddy. Presses the button. He turns into a giant cyborg, alien, Ultraman, well, Power Ranger-looking motherfucker. <laughs> They're taking advantage of that alien technology. Exactly. Because exactly. if you remember the suits from the first movie, they were bio armor. Yeah, yeah. So this is the this is the legitimate combination of both. Wow. And now there's Captain Hiller Fuller, whatever Will Smith, <laughs> flies up and just punches the mothership. All of it. One punch. Mm-hmm. Lands down. Independence Day Resurgence is like way cooler than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. There's the movie. So Don't, don't take this the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I can tell you've been watching a lot of Ultron. I have. <laughs> Which is a good thing. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Ultron since I was five. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, Netflix has been doing a good job. That's true. I have, like, Side note, that's a phenomenal show. Yes, it is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's my ending. Um, right. I'm going to be bummed out. It's not going to happen that way. <laughs> Oof. All right. I've got The Shallows, directed by Jean-Colet Sarah, starring Blah Lively, Oscar Janana, Brad Cologne, Sadonna Chalabla. You're having a stroke? <laughs> it's hot. I get check, it. Check his pulse. <laughs> I think he's... Uh, I think the we're losing overwhelmed me. I think we're, I th- I, I think we're losing him. All right. Andrew. <laughs> Spray him down. All right, a mere down. 200 yards from shore, Surfer Nancy is attacked by a great white shark with her short journey to safety becoming the ultimate contest of wills. Uh, so, you know, the trailer, it shows that she's swimming and there's other guys and then she, she gets attacked by the shark. She makes it to the thing and then she tries to warn the other guys. The shark gets them and then she's stuck on this rock. She's got to figure it out. It's at this point that the film shifts the camera goes under, we follow the shark for a minute, then we go even deeper. We go even deeper. The shark's home, <laughs> and he has a little shark son oh. who's hungry. No. 
and he's and all that this little shark's son needs is a little bit of human to eat, and because that's all there is. There's no seals. There's no other wildlife in this area. Yeah, they've they've yeah the surfers. They call it it's called paradise. It's a surfer's paradise. The yeah. surfers have scared away all other natural wildlife, mm-hmm. except for this the shark has taken up a home here, mm-hmm. and so we as the audience are torn between whether or not we want to see the woman survive or the shark survived, and it is truly a battle of wills. The shark is trying to figure her out as well. You know, you see that she times how fast the shark can swim. He times how fast she can jump and, and here's, all this other stuff. here's the stuff. thing you haven't brought up yet. Hmm. The reason why the shark came here when all the other animals left is because this shark up until this point has been a pacifist. Yeah. And that's why it brought its family there is because he knew he couldn't defend him any hmm. other way. But then one and of the surfers actually eat. killed his wife. That's yeah, why he, it's only the what? little son. Yeah. And he's got to make a decision now. Do, shark, I, do I let go of my pacifist ways yeah. to, to feed my son? Yeah. I was not. And so, I mean, okay. okay so now we. Like, who are we rooting for? I, I, who are we rooting now. for? I, I, I want him to feed his child. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it, but uh, one, spoil it. <laughs> one of the one of the guys that got attacked earlier, he actually made it out. Mm. When she finally makes it to shore, the shark gets that guy and feeds his son with that guy. So she makes it out with just the bite. The shark feeds his son. And there's kind of a, a new respect between them, between the, the surfer and the shark. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. she just leaves, you know, saying, I survived and that's enough for me. I don't need, to, I don't need them to take out the shark. He, he earned it. He earned the right to live. Yeah. He fought strong and hard. And uh, he can live in the shallows. <gasps> Credits! Well. We found a way to sneak the title back. I there. always love to do that. <laughs> <sighs> All right. It's, it's my turn. <laughs> the Neon Demon, uh, directed by Nicholas Winding Refn. This is the guy who did uh, Only God Forgives, He right? did, in fact, do Only God Forgives. Yeah. He also not, did Drive. We are not on the he best did, terms. Uh, what was it called? Val- not Valkyrie. No, Valkyrie. Not okay. Valkyrie. With Tom Cruise? No. Nope. The one with oh, Mads Mikkelsen right. with, a, with another Viking name to it. Oh, I saw that. Valhalla. Valhalla. And that one was pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. And he's do doing you, something else. Do you want to know what happens at the end of that movie? No, don't tell me. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. I got to see it. I think it's on Netflix. Yeah. Oh was, yeah, that's why I, I was never it. done see it. It was good. Continue. Super weird. Neon Demon, starring uh, Ellie Fanning, Christine Hendricks, Keanu Reeves, and Abby Lee. When an inspiring model, Jessie, moves to the Las Vegas, her youth and vitality are devoured by a group of beauty-obsessed women who will take any means necessary to get what she has. So. Someone might read this and be like, oh, they mean like, uh, you know, still her youth, you know, metaphysically, not, not, not for real. But uh, what we find out that the neon demon is actually uh, a different take on the Dracula hmm. legend. Okay. And uh, instead of stealing youth and vitality from people via their blood... It's actually a group of vampires that steals beauty, literally sucks it away from them, and that's what keeps them alive. And they're uh, uh, an organization that's kind of at the underbelly of the fashion industry, and uh, they don't they don't kill anyone, but it's the reason why models don't work for very long is because they seem to age out of the industry quickly. Yes, and we find out it's because. This group, led by the Neon Demon, is uh, taking away their beauty and their vitality over time, and they just eventually burn out. And uh, Ellie Fanning uh, 
wasn't supposed to realize this is happening. You know, this is something that takes years and years and years for it to to really go into effect and to um, to to take from people what they want. But uh, she's contacted by uh, um, Keanu, uh, not Keanu Reeves, uh, Christina Hendricks. And it's kind of taken aside and like, hey, the reason why I've been in this industry for so long is because I realized what was happening and I made sure not to be the main person on the catwalk, to kind of be in the background and kind of work on the side and and that way I wouldn't be a target. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, Keanu Reeves is the neon demon. And... Uh, <laughs> You know, he played Renfield in Dracula, mm-hmm. and uh, now now he gets to take on the role for himself. And uh, it's let's just say he might win an Oscar. Um, <laughs> Finally, yeah, I know it's about time. It was due time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was snubbed last year for uh, or the year before for um, John Wick. John Wick. Yeah, yeah. Which was a tour de force on his part. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, she she kind of. Ellie Fanning with uh, Christina Hendricks' help. Uh, Christina Hendricks wants to keep the status quo. Mm. You know what I mean? She likes her job. She's like doing what she's doing. She kind of realizes like, we're not going to be able to get rid of these people. They're very strong. They've been around for hundreds of years. Uh, you know, you could see their hand all over the Renaissance. Uh, and uh, Ellie Fanning just kind of makes it her goal of trying to take these people down. And uh, she gets close. She takes down a lot of these beauty vampires, but in the end, uh, Keanu Reeves likes what she has going on, and instead of absorbing her beauty, makes her like his uh, second in command, his uh, his his queen, Mm -hmm. and they end up, you know, king and queen of the fashion underworld forever. If you can't beat him, join him. They finally (laughs) took out Mugatu. Yeah, well, it took time. It took time. Listen, knowing Nicholas Winding's filmography, mm-hmm. I, I won't be shocked if that's actually the ending. Yeah, <laughs> I also won't be shocked if it's something just even more insane. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm ready for it to be super weird. Yeah. Just way off the deep end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right. So now we can end the guessing, and with that, end the show proper. Uh, remember, if you want to hear our discussion on Central Intelligence, stick around till after the little music plays. Uh, and then we'll get into all the spoilers and uh, whatnot, uh, little details at the end of the film there. Uh, so until then, uh, next week, we don't know what we're going to review. We want to do the Neon Demon. Yeah, we're going to try. We we're going to try. Uh, we're not sure if we'll be able to handle that. <laughs> we'll handle what we'll have to do in order to see it. Yeah. Uh, but until then, this has been episode 281 of Nerds I View. I'm Andrew. I'm Justin. And I'm Jordan. And remember, listeners, if Suda Dude comes up to you and says, you know what? I didn't really like 16 Candles. Be careful. That's the bad guy. <laughs>
Uh, and he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Let's He's just, just a rogue chase, agent yeah. who's... I mean, uh, the film doesn't have enough balls to yeah. turn him into a bad guy. His yeah. ex-partner uh, in the film, uh, his ex-government you know, government agency the, partner the, is Aaron the, Paul. Yeah. The bitch man himself. And, who actually uh, says the word bitch in the film. Yeah. Oh, he definitely does. Yep. Bitch. Yeah. And uh, as soon as the crazy thing is, so for me, I recognize Aaron Paul from the back of his head. Wow. As soon as that scene started, I went, is that Aaron Paul? <laughs> there he was. And I went, holy shit. And I went, oh, it, we, they show him dying and I go, he's not dead. This That's <laughs> just my instinct. Just Yeah, because you don't put him in the film for him just to die. In, in the first as funny as that gag is. Right. Yeah. Nah. It's like, again, it's like they don't have the balls to kill the rock. They don't have the balls to make the rock bad guy. They mm-hmm. don't have the balls to not use more of Aaron Paul. Yeah. yeah. So already when I saw how he died, I went, yeah, I bet you Dawes would do it. Yeah, yeah he, he did. He, 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 he would show up at the end of the movie. I bet you mm-hmm. he's probably, what was the name? The Black Puma? The Black Badger? The Black, he's probably the Black Badger. Black yeah. Badger. We didn't I talk heard. at all about Golden Puma, Jet. Puma is a good name, though. It was like Black a, Puma's good. Yeah, Black oh, yeah, Badger. Was, and Golden, Golden Jet, Jet is his name. Yeah. Side note, when they got the plane. And they're like golden jet. And I'm like, I was like, that's, that's a biplane. That's not a jet. Yeah, yeah. It's not a jet. Yeah. When the Rock was like, it's fate or whatever you went, I went, nah, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, it's is a that, plane. Oh, I guess it's gold. Okay. It, it, yeah, it's got it's gold, gold plane. highlights on Listen, it. Listen, I guess semantics, right? It's yeah. a plane. It's gold. I get it. It's not gold. It's not a jet though. Um, just, it could have been just as the golden jet finds a golden plane, like, it, it, right? That's, yeah, that's better. That's yeah. A, see, that's no, that's justifying it. Yes. That's a line. That you fixed it in one line. We're bringing you on for central intelligence. I'm down. I, I will. Ha- I'll be happy to start my toology. There yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just and also as far as like a, a spy story goes, like it's so like rote. It's so yeah. It's mm. it doesn't do anything. Oh, there's new. a betrayal. Oh, there's the guy who's going rogue. Oh, yeah. it's agent doesn't trust him. Oh, mm. Whatever. Like who cares? Like <laughs> it doesn't do anything interesting with when, the genre. When the Russian question mark bad guy shows up, I went. Should we have gotten a little tease of this guy before? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I guess not. Whatever. He's just the highest bidder. He's just yeah. the highest bidder. He's just yep. a bad. And bad he's got man. a bunch of people with him. They tried doing this thing in the where it's the, the, the how the Aaron Paul's character dies, where we have basically three perspectives on it. Mm-hmm. So we see. Uh, Bob's perspective, yeah. Rock's character, where it's he's like, "Hey, I love you too, buddy. I love that guy." I'm like, oh, "That's pretty funny," because it's so out of character from Aaron Paul. Yeah, and then you get uh, Amy Ryan's character, and I up. and I knew that's when as knew. soon as I did that, I was like, "Oh, this is this was refle- this is a reflection of the Rock's character, right? Not Aaron Paul's character." Exactly. So I knew we were gonna cu- we were gonna see another version of that. Right. Well, I figured there was gonna be but, but the. I kind of like the idea of a sincere like his partner loved him. Yeah. Like I like it when a movie commits to something dumb like that. Yeah. And so I that was disappointed as you're saying like there's different yeah, and the, I'm with you. Yeah, I would have thought like, is that funny? Like yeah. the Bob actually had his best friend and, as his partner. And as soon as we see the second version of it, I knew we were going to see a third. Yeah, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah, rules. Th- it's a classic rules of three. Thing. Yeah. yeah. So it's like yeah. once we get Amy Ryan's, Ryan's version, it's just sort of like oh, okay. Yeah. And he's and again, I'm like he's probably alive. Yeah. Oh look, he's alive. Yeah. yeah. Shocking. And and you know that it's not the true version because yeah. the last one has to be the true version. It has to be mm-hmm. true version. And it's just, and it's the thing where it's sort of kind of funny the idea that he's just always hates Bob. But yeah. I like... And Bob think, is just so... Mm-hmm. In his own world. He's so Bob that he's yeah. not even aware that his partner hates him. Yeah. yeah. That's why I like... But I'm with you, Andrew. Like, I think it's just so much more funnier. The, if he's the, in, as, like, yeah. as happy with the his The whole scene with and Jason be Bateman... Better. Oh, go ahead. ...going is where they come to him for help. He's a, I like that scene. Okay, mm-hmm. well, let me tell you what I would have liked a hundred times better. If it was sincere. Right. If he sincerely was like, I've, I found the light, I found Jesus, and I want to apologize. And they don't know how to deal with that? Yeah. There's some, there's some nugget of humor in there that they could have mined 
and it would have been so fresh the, the, and new and different. See, like I'm with you too. With like the <laughs> moment where he thinks, like, yeah, when when Bob's literally going, what the hell's going on? Yeah, like that's so much this funnier to not me. Not what yeah. I expected. Yeah, yeah, not what I expected. And then once it started really smelling it, oh wait. And, and then he turns him. around. I smelled before yeah. the rocks smelled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and <laughs> it, but I mean, it does lead to that moment where he looks at himself in the mirror and he sees fat Which him. I yeah. do love. I like that a lot yeah. too. Well, again, yeah. it's the whole. That's the grape. That's again the the, the, the crux. That's really that's who he acting. is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's always in his head. That's why that's he makes a joke like. of like. I took all the things that bothered me and I just compressed it down <laughs> deep, <laughs> deep, 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 deep. That, that, that doesn't sound healthy. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's where it's coming out. Where he's like, he's frozen. He can't do anything about it. And yeah, in the mirror, he just sees Robbie, Fat yeah. Robbie, and he's like, that's who I'm yeah. always going to be. And I'm like, I actually like that moment, but I'm with you. In which I think it would have been swerve. nice to have a reversal. Yeah. But when there was when there yeah. was no gag coming up after like ten seconds of Jason Bateman heartfully, you know, pouring out his heart, mm-hmm. I went. This is going to be some of the strangest movie experience that I'm having right now. Yeah. There's no gag set up here. <laughs> I don't know what. I'm flying by the seat of my pants. What are you doing, movie? And Do it would some have been crazy like movie for the character. Oh yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> but to go back to go back to the elevator scene with the different perspectives. Yeah. I think it would have been better if Aaron Paul was faking to be his friend because mm-hmm. it would have made him being the bad guy that much more of a betrayal if we got that third perspective Mm -hmm. and he really did say I love that guy and then the elevator closed and then it showed as soon as the elevator closed that he Mm -hmm. was his real self Mm -hmm. and he was faking it the whole time to make to trick the rock Mm -hmm. that would have meant more yeah that would have made his character more diabolical than seeing him as like oh god he just won't shut up yeah Mm -hmm. no that's true no you're right it's like that's kind of having our cake and eating it too soon it's like Bob thought because why wouldn't you not think otherwise? Yeah. He's his friend. Because it just makes Bob that much more crazy if his partner's literally saying, like, just shut up. Just go away. Yeah. I hope I... He literally says, I hope I don't see you again. Yeah. Yeah. And for Bob to not recognize that, or if he's even not recognizing that, but to hide that and to tell uh, Kevin Hart a different version of that, like, that is just... I don't know. Yeah. Well, and then it also interesting. N- none of it really added up for me when uh, whatever the supervisor lady, uh, Pam, that character, when she said, "Oh, Bob's last four psychovals were getting worse and worse." Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, well, that must be true because we've in the rest of the film, there's, there's nothing no reason, that disputes that. There's no reason that. for her to there's lie, nothing, and yeah. he's acting that way. Yeah, especially there's no reason for her to lie because she's not the bad guy. Like yeah. by the end of it, it's very clear that no, it was just his partner. And that just feels like bad writing. Like yeah. it's yeah. trying to trick the audience into going, "Well, she's obviously the bad guy." Because yeah. she's bringing up the, the psychobels. Like I feel like any any further watches on this for me will be most of it will be wasted because I'm like, yeah, I, get, I already know at the end he's fine. Like, yeah. Yeah. come on. But then like like you guys brought up is like, why have that set up if it doesn't deliver either way? Yeah. Like and, if and if he's really got these issues psychologically, then why is he still on the field? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. At the end of the movie, even if he was right. He's he's failing psychovals. Yeah. yeah, he wouldn't be in the field anymore. Like again, a li- it could be fixed in a line. It's like like on, like if it's like several months later, and Kevin Hart's like, "Hey, I'm glad to see. You. Hey, I'm glad to be back in the field. They well, say the psychovals are good now." It would mm-hmm. even be better, in my opinion, if it pulled a spy thing, mm-hmm. and The Rock ends up being HQ support for Kevin Hart oh, in the field. Oh, you're. I mean, like, wouldn't that be? Funny? We're all just making smarter decisions yeah. in the have, movie, uh, made. To have and Kevin Hart now in the field being the badass, yeah. and The Rock's like back on comms, helping mm-hmm. him out, mm-hmm. a la Spy. Like, that's yeah. my best friend. Out that's there. even better. Yeah, yeah. The, the golden jet. You could do it, man. Yeah. Like, and he's he's in HQ wearing the jacket. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> doesn't fit at all. Wearing it over. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. When he says I wear it every night, and I was like, where do you wear it? Yeah, or does he just snuggle it? Like, no, I think he wears it the way he did in the gym when he gave it to him. Oh, like around his around his waist. Yeah. And again, that's the and again that borderline of 
That's creepy. Yeah. Oh That's yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah sure you betcha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's man, and and another just weird little weird thing for me is uh, Kevin Hart plays his high school self and his current day self. Mm-hmm. The Rock plays uh, uh, under some CGI jiggliness his <laughs> high school self and his current day self as he looks now. Mm-hmm. And, and then his wife does, but His not. wife does, but not Jason Bateman, not yeah. Melissa McCarthy showing up right at the end. Yeah. I'm sorry. I oh, felt yeah, bad. That's the... That's a... I, I, side note, I do like her appearance. I But I just feel bad I because... I like that she wasn't a supermodel. They, I, yeah. Like I, if she didn't have the ugly well, duckling thing. I feel well, like they a, were... They, that, that means she's got to be in... If they're going to make another one. Mm. Well, and now well, she's hey, well, in Spy and this. Well, hold on. Look, hold and it would have been better hold your if. <laughs> I, how? I mean, it would have made. I mean, how would have it affected Spy if she was just her character from Spy? Yeah. And she showed up, God, uh, and that—that's who she was. You just want more Spy. I mean, well, I do. Yeah. I just—I'm sad because I feel like out of the out of um, this is going to be an unfair comparison, but mm-hmm. between Central Intelligence and the Nice Guys, mm-hmm. which one's going to get a sequel first? Well, sadly, those. Yes, but sadly, Central Intelligence. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, here's the thing. I'm kind of go back to what you said, where it's uh-huh. like, I'm glad the ugly duckling her, duckling her. It's like, no, no, it's like they acknowledge it. Like, no, she looks, no, like, I like the fact that she's like, the same. Yeah, she's the same. And I like that even like Kevin Hart's wife goes like, oh, look, she, she looks great. Like, listen, because yeah. she does. Yeah, <laughs> she does. She does. And, and, I, and it's it's a better reflection on The Rock's character mm-hmm. for, him to, for him to actually be like, no, this is who I cared about then. And this mm. is who I care about now, and I'm going to try to make that work. Is that a reverse shallow hell? How it how <laughs> inverted shallow oh, hell? Just well, he's uh, been having a bunch of shallow shallow sex up until now. Yeah. So I would say he wants something real. I would watch in a heartbeat a movie with The Rock and Melissa McCarthy as the leads. Yeah, yeah. Like, can we get Paul Feig to direct <laughs> them in an action comedy? Do you want him to be this character? I want to be character? new characters. Okay. Because yeah, what, what if it was like spy Melissa McCartney and like, Central it's, Intelligence it's cinematic the Rock. universe mm. shared spice comedy cinematic universe? Yeah. I know we love shared cinematic universes, but can but we no not more. for this no one? <laughs> just for this very particular yeah. incident. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just I feel like that was weird because especially early on in the film, they show an image of uh, what was that character's name? Darla or something? Yeah, with a cross eye doing some kind of swimming thing in the trophy cabinet. Swing. Yeah, and swimming. <laughs> I went. Oh, I don't recognize that actress. I guess that's just an unimportant character. They just wanted the gag of cross-eyed. Yeah, and then nope. Right at the end, they it's Melissa McCarthy. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's weird. That's it's three the rule-breaking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, three of them are playing their younger selves, and two of them are not, and that's strange. Yeah, yeah. it just feels off. It feels it's like, like they, they just like wanted to the get game those casting, actors. or yeah, and they wanted they. I mean, it feels like the director and writer's hands of being like, we wanted to surprise you. Yeah. Like, look, see, we got Melissa McCarthy. I went, well, I am happy to see her, but at the same time, you yeah. broke your own rule yeah. in the movie. So, you CGI'd Kevin Hart. You mm-hmm. CGI'd, you definitely CGI'd The Rock. I don't know, you know if they CGI'd Kevin Hart. I feel like they did a little smoothing. Okay. They did some smoothing. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I feel it's a little and, smoothing. And his, I, think, I think his wife just sat on the bleachers. Yeah. Yeah, she did, they didn't need to mess with her. She I, looks fine. Yeah, she didn't, they didn't do anything. A little yeah. more makeup, maybe. Maybe a little mm-hmm. more makeup, but she looks mm-hmm. great. But um, different Different kinds of makeup. Yeah. Hairstyle up, whatever. It's yep, the 90s. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Was that also weird for anyone? That was 1996. And I went, that does not feel like 20 years ago. No, and that's, well, that's Andrew. That's mm. the facts. It just reminded me that, that, that my 20 years coming up. And I was like, oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, oh. that, was, that was, I was just like, oh, yeah, all that time ago in 1990. Six. Mm. Oh. It's because we're old. Yeah, because we're, it's, it's it's we're old. It's because yeah. we're old. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm like, dang. Like, there's a picture of, of, of me and my nephew at his uh, ten, at his uh, high school graduation. That's four years ago. 
technically speaking, that's a whole nother career in high school. Yeah. 14 years ago. No, 10 years ago. Like four years ago for him. I'm like, and it's 14 years since I've graduated high school. Yeah. Oh, hell me. <laughs> that's, that's, a gen- that's a decade. Uh, be hell yeah. is me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, so um, I can't remember what I wanted to say, but I, I feel like I wanted to say something more about the ending because the spy stuff ends and then they have to it's do a whole... It's just wrapped up too neatly. Yeah. Then they have to do a whole wrap-up on the high school business. Mm-hmm. At the same time. At the same time. Yeah. Uh, not even, as a, but like as a separate, a whole second scene. Like, oh wait, we have this other plot. We better wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. we have to do Romeo and Michelle in three minutes. Let's go. <laughs> Face what and, happens. Uh, <laughs> and then when when they 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 walk in, immediately the Rock wins uh, prom king or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's everyone's like, what? What did this? How did this even happen? <laughs> and then uh, Kevin he Hart's says, like, oh, I just hacked the system in the flight over. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, time this for is, that. Again, again, another like, where did the scene come? Yep. Like, we're and, missing information. And here's the other thing: don't they just usually have a ballot where you write somebody's name yeah. on paper and put it, and they I mean, pull I, it out of a hat or, I mean, or count? Yeah. Like, I, here's the thing: they I guess, digitally did it. Like, here's the thing: you could, I could. <laughs> when, did, was the twenty? Listen, I'm in. We're in the year 2016. I can imagine they they use a Facebook poll. But they, here's the thing: did they use like a phone app? Did but, someone make a phone but, app? Yeah, but, but, but here's the thing: like. I, I can believe a, a 21st century answer to this, uh-huh. but the but the issue is that we didn't see it. Yeah. Had there been like a poll or something. If she read it off of a computer. Yeah. If Kevin Hart he, was, okay, so even the beginning of the movie, like when Kevin Hart gets invited, uh-huh. he sees there's a poll mm-hmm. to see, pick your prom queen. And there's and like king. iPads. If there was yeah. iPads set up when yeah. you walk in of like, like oh, you, know, you could type in someone you want or there's these preset. Set up and pay and off. Pay off, yeah. What we got was the payoff with no setup, which yeah. happens a lot in this it, movie. It would take and also the opposite happens, a lot of setup and no payoff. Like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you get there it both ways. There are setups ways. that just disappear. Yeah. Because yeah. you know? it really mm-hmm. would take one second mm-hmm. of them walking in and right. walking by a bevy of iPads with yeah. names on them and you'd tap who you want. Yeah. And that it, would all, that's all it would take. Yeah. Or hell, even like, like, said, like she read it off of a ballot, right? Yeah. Like a paper ballot. That's yeah. okay. There's a, there's a, there's that's already, already weird enough. That's yeah. already weird enough. So why couldn't she just look at on a type? Like there, that's somewhere you could, I would, yeah. but fine with one pad, one iPad. And yeah. it's that moment. So that's yeah. funny enough. I didn't even think of that as an issue until literally right now. Wait a minute. It makes no that, sense. That doesn't make any sense. That's a joke. <laughs> um, so here's, I want to bring up the, the therapy scene. Mm-hmm. Oh the ther- yeah. The therapy scene is the pure sign of, of the whole movie where it's, it's just setups for gags mm-hmm. and very little logic. Mm-hmm. So, here comes the issue, right? So right off the bat, Bob, okay, so Kevin Hart's there to, you know, go for therapy session with his wife, and there's Bob as the therapist, and we all know that ain't right. Yeah. So immediately, my brain goes, you tell your wife, that is Bob. Yeah. yeah. That is Robbie. My mind had two options appear, and neither got done. Yeah. yeah. So my I went, like, this wasn't even the third or fourth. I went down the list, and I went, so this is even on my list. So why did you do 40 minutes? I'm assuming 40-minute session and, of random shit. And, and at any time, you could have gone, honey, this is Robbie. Yeah. And this is fat Robbie. And even, and even if you don't, even when the CIA tells you don't tell your wife anything, mm-hmm. you can also say, you know what? I don't like this guy. Yeah, I don't like leave. the way he's doing this. I will go and see a therapist with you, just not him. Because yeah. guess what? As someone who's gone through some therapy in my childhood, there are a million therapists out there. Yeah. There are tons 
everywhere you are, if you want to see someone, if that therapist is not right for you, there's a million in the phone book. There's a million online also, what is, that you can find. <laughs> what is this lady's problem where she hypothetically called this place up or looked it up online mm-hmm. and never saw a picture of what the doctor looked like? Right. right. And here's and, the thing about... Because she knew him by look, name. Like, If we're talking about 21st century <clears throat> technology and everything... Mm-hmm. When you go to pick a therapist, they usually have a website. You see their face. You yeah. see their credentials. Mm-hmm. You There's review websites where people review doctors. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's how you pick a doctor now. You yeah. do the... It's like Yelp for fucking doctors. Yeah. yeah. So no, and, this and makes no sense. My whole second thought was, doesn't he have that button right in his pocket? Yeah. He never... Yeah. Immediately. I just secretly pressed, pressed a button it. in my pocket. Yeah. Neither you would have known. <laughs> and, like, uh, and, and that's again. There you go. And Darren, this whole therapy scene is like my whole crux of like the way he does the director does comedy. Here's like <laughs> this is just a setup, and I oh let's just do this gag. Well, let's mm-hmm. do this gag. What, like none of it in the long run, but logically none of this makes sense to yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Like is some of it funny? Yeah, some of it's funny. I kind of like the bit where he's slapping Kevin Hart's face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and Kevin Hart's like sincerely I'm like trying to not break. Yeah. Uh, I like the the bit where they practically kiss each other in the lips that's kind of funny but it's it's pointless it's the shotgun it's yeah. a shotgun approach to comedy yeah, but because exactly. i like the swaddling joke i love yeah. he's holding me goes i'm swaddling you i know that's good. i know what you're doing he's that's like good. i yeah. know what you're doing i'm like i love that yeah that's silly but at mm-hmm. the end of the day it doesn't make sense in the plot no and that's it's a it's a complete derail from yeah. the plot it's mm-hmm. the one moment in the movie where it's like let's put aside the plot yeah, while we do this gag there's a hard pause in the forward momentum of the movie yeah and it's the scene yeah Mm-hmm. They try and make it make sense, like as if The Rock was like, "Yeah, you you're, you care about your wife, and if she's not a distraction, then we can get this done faster." Mm-hmm. And then immediately, the next thing that happens is that she's the target. Like <laughs> so yeah, immediately, it was like, "Oh, so that was for nothing." There's yeah. no, there's no reason for that. It to was happen. worthless. Yeah, yeah. It goes cool. back to the whole theory of just like multiple writers and no one really guiding it. And mm-hmm. it, and it, in my opinion, like yeah, these gags are good, but it would have been more interesting to have them sit down in front of a real therapist. I mean, real in quotes, but. Uh, and actually have him go through, because it sets up in the beginning of the movie that he's dealing with a bunch of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So to have him talk about that, but to have also the aggravation and the stress from his current situation of being in between what he thinks is a rogue agency and, or a rogue agent and the CIA and have all that stress amplify his already, you know, emotions of, of inadequacy would make a good, like, Let's have her, his wife, and him have a great comedic moment together. Yeah. Right. Because he's overreacting because of all the shit going on in his life, mm-hmm. and she's just trying to get stuff together. Yeah. That, like, highlight that. Highlight yeah. the man and wife. Yeah. Um. I, was I the only one who, at some point early on, thought, is this going to turn into something like Total Recall or The Game? Where... Because early on, Kevin Hart's like, my life is so boring. I'm not the hero of my story. Mm -hmm. And then his buddy Bob is kind of weird and mysterious and a fighter. And it's like, could Bob have set up a whole entire series of strange events for Kevin Hart to go through? I actually, okay, you know what? Right? I was one point thinking. Because it is super weird. Well, and and at one point uh, in in like the first or second, in the the office fight, I realized. uh, Spoilers for the game, by the way. (laughs) I mean, come on. It's. I think. I think that's. A movie I think like thirty minutes. Thirty minutes into the game, they say it's a game, and then you for the rest of the movie, you go, "Was it a game?" Like yeah. you start. You question it. It's Listen. just a matter of who is on the game. Yeah, Listen, who's it's in the title of the film? Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, but the um, at the office fight, I realized the Rock is not directly shooting any. No, of these he doesn't people. kill no. anybody. He's he's not, and I mean that makes sense because they're p- perhaps his coworkers or people that he knew. Yeah. But also at the same time, it's he's that's that's when you know he's not a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. 
if he was killing other agents, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he was spoiled. shooting. He was shooting uh, like he threw a printer cartridge and shot it. Like yeah. that was one of the most ingenious things. I I was like, yeah, Holy I crap. saw that and really I was like, cool oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, and then later he shoots a light and it comes down and hits somebody. And you're like, all right, now we're back to slapstick. Mm. Yeah. So I thought uh, up until I can't remember. I think it was until they were taken and escape from the that facility. That was the point where I where I started to think, okay, it's not it's not a game style situation where. Uh, well, when his finger was broken, is that when you knew? I guess that was, I thought that could have been a gag as well. Who knows? Yeah, uh, but just uh, I, I feel like that almost could have been stronger as well. Where it's he's like, I'm not the hero of my story, and he goes and he spends, you know, Bob Stone spends all night getting everyone ready. And the next morning, he's the hero of his I'm story. Just, I'm right. just like remaking the movie in my head as the game. <laughs> And that's a way better It fits. Movie. Yeah. That's a I, way I think when you when movie. you when part of your narrative is a question of character, it works better when that's not the crux. Yeah. Like yeah, that was the makes, crux of the rock whole movie. if the rock is just normal at the end mm-hmm. and just a normal dude and he's like, Hey, this is what I do. I help I help people yeah. do that, you know. You helped me get through high school, so we did this for It's like I started this new crazy business where I take people on adventures. Yeah. Like, and then for for him, oh, for, right. for Kevin like, Hart, he's like, "That's why I changed my last name." And for Kevin Hart to become a part of that because it did change his life, yeah. Like, man, that's that a way sounds, better movie. That legitimately sounds like a sorry. better movie. I'm sorry, I broke everyone. I broke everyone. <laughs> <laughs> like you literally just did. Like just once that pitch man. and went. That is actually far better because that would have made it being a comedy. Yeah, would have made way more sense. Yeah, because yeah. the spy elements that makes sense that they're wrote. It makes sense yeah. that they're yeah the, that you know, someone wrote it this way. Yeah, and that can they're you imagine, code. Like, the next know? one, like yeah, the next one. Then now, here's the thing, right? Then if the setup is Kevin Hart joins his company, yeah, uh-huh. then the sec- next step is then it looks like they're doing another movie. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they can pretend like maybe they can be even a cute joke on Fast and the Furious, where like they're seeing a kid and they a, could and do a, car. a series of movies they where could, they're just. Yeah. But even like the this, gaming people, yeah. But that's like even this ending could have been like a cute little like. Here's the other things we're gonna try to yeah. do. Like mm-hmm. we're gonna help this poor schmuck over that's here. That's more room for gags. That's more at room the end for of the gags. movies. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. Put that in your back pocket, Andrew. Yeah, okay. Like, it, it may not be the rock with Kevin Hart. That would have been that's a, an amazing the game. Yeah. I mean, I try and like uh, Jordan. You talk Com- about the, time. the game, the comedy. Yeah. yeah. Because no, you like you wouldn't even have to change a lot of the scenes. That no, I know. He, changing the end. He fakes his own death. Like yeah. well, of course he faked his own death. It's a well, game. When when goddamn when the rock shot him, yeah, I went. Oh, he's in on like Kevin Hart must have like a blood pack or he's something. He must it, be right. in on it. And then he gets him. He's like, he shot me. And I was like, what the hell? I was like, that doesn't wound. even make any sense. Like yeah. everything got crazy. That's none of and this is adding up. And like with the game ending, because the ending is like Kevin Hart's now a spy. Really? Yeah. He's, right. Uh, he and they just kept saying no. like, oh, you're really good at this at running no. around screaming. Yeah, he's I mean, really he's really not. There's that no. one point where Pam day, says, no. I can tell that you're a scared, shitless civilian. And he's like, yes, that's me. And I went, yeah, that, that is him. That is, he's yeah. actually doing a really good job of being the scared, shitless <laughs> yes. civilian. Yeah. And by the end of the movie, he's not any better. He just I mean, makes if, logical leaps, but that doesn't make more, him a better field If it was agent. more about his talents as uh, an accountant, right. that'd be one thing. Like, it would be like, oh, if you figured was, out all I, the codes on the thing. Oh, yeah. that makes, makes you and a if good... And if he was then a contractor yeah. for the U.S. government to help them with accounting... You know, crime and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That makes way more sense. But he's yeah. not a field agent. No. Mm-hmm. <sighs> not at any point does he become qualified to be a field agent. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> Movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want the other movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's, right. that's just what I do. I look at a movie and I go, "Wow." Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. So that, I think that wraps up our discussion. <laughs> Where we discuss what other movies it could have been. It's a, it, do we need to change the show and have <laughs> have a discussion of the movie, and then also how it could have been better if we made a couple changes? There's already like so many podcasts like that, and I would love to be on all of them. I swear <laughs> to God, man, I love some of the ideas that I that I've heard from some of the. Okay, very quick little detour. Uh-huh. There, one of them that I've listened to, I can't remember the name of it. It was it was several years ago, but they had an idea of switching around, keeping most of the basic plot points of Spider-Man Three the same, mm. but then making the characters make a lot more sense including um oh what's his name Topher Grace's character uh being um like Eddie someone Brock. else entirely different like Not all Eddie of these Brock. things oh and the 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 Sandman character it mm. like it, because apparently in a, an original draft of the script a lot of the action was supposed to take place like in Iraq or something mm. and Eddie Brock was supposed to be a veteran yeah and Sandman was in the sand like and so they took all of those elements and made it a hundred times better and i went oh my god i love i love this idea of you look at a movie that you you want to like yeah yeah and uh you just make the things make more sense yeah it's just just, i love those 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 are fun times yeah oh well yeah uh so that's it for the discussion if you listen this far thanks this podcast is a part of the benview network You can find this and other podcasts like it at BendUNetwork.com.